0: Welcome to the That Super Weird podcast. I'm your host, Christina Hart, bringing you hot takes on weird takes in faith, dating, politics, pop culture, recovery, and life. I've joined forces with my co-hosts and guests to offer laughter and honest commentary on weekly notable headlines and personal stories that are, well, super weird. Nothing is off the table, including my exes and the story that got me blocked by Babe Ramsey on Twitter. So let's do this. What up? We have another special Christian Weekend update for you today. I'm your host, Christina Hart. There was a lot of super weird shenanigans making headlines last week, so let's get right to it, shall we? Valentine's Day is coming up in a month, and you know what that means? Nothing. Absolutely nothing, because you and I are alone. Lone Rangers. Me, myself, and I. Looks like I'll be spending the evening cozying up with some hot chocolate, a Ted Lasso rerun, and not paying attention as I scroll my phone the entire time. Ah, can't wait. Let's talk dating in this pandemic. And that's it for that segment. Looks like there's just a big black hole there. We'll circle back this summer. A scientist has reportedly found a new variant called the Delta Cron. It is unclear if this is true or just a scariant. There are so many variants at this point, we need a fantasy bracket for them. They're out here competing like it's the Olympic trials, and they want to see who will be the last one standing at Beijing 2022. I'm wondering if I can just pay for a membership subscription at this point for the booster shots and have my next one delivered to me quarterly with a free t-shirt and bumper sticker. Pandemic merch, if you will. Oh, wait. Worship leader Sean Foyt already did that. How can we forget his Jesus Christ super spreader merch of 2020? Please, let me forget. Now, people may be wondering why I bring up the same names in the latest updates, and that's because it's normal with the fatigue of this pandemic for us all to slowly conform and become numb to the chaos surrounding us. It's a slow burn, and people are taking advantage of that. The wrong people. What was once considered absurd is now becoming mainstream. Influence is playing a lot into what people are thinking and saying right now. A year ago, I suspected we would see this happen because sociologically and historically, this would not be the first time. It isn't normal to be the worship leader at an event like AmericaFest that chants, lock him up about an 81-year-old epidemiologist named Fauci. I don't care if you don't like him, that's derogatory, and even more so to slap a Jesus label on that and pretend it's normal. This kind of behavior isn't normal. None of this is. It's super weird, and it's not at all easy to make these things funny. Quite the challenge I've created for myself. What could possibly be funny about people harassing hospitals and doctors, berating them to give dying patients ivermectin, typically used as a horse dewormer, sometimes in humans to treat parasitic worms, but at completely different doses and not FDA approved. It's given to horses at very high doses, and that's lethal to humans at the same doses. Do we realize how dangerous that is? That's like sniffing glue and telling everyone it's more effective in relaxing you than a Xanax. That may be true, but is it sane? no unless you ask Facebook speaking of Facebook it's been a few years since I've been on there partly because well it's Facebook and partly because once I was stalking an ex on his wedding day and instead of typing his name in the search bar I typed it as my status I didn't notice and I logged out only to log back in a day later and realize I had successfully risen to fame by shame as I like to call it and decided that it was time to cancel myself Back to sniffing glue. I think one of the only ways forward is for run-of-the-mill conservatives, liberals, and everyone in between to come together against extreme ideologies and collectively dispel delusions. We as humanity can find things in common, one of those being to love our neighbor. What does that even mean? Well, if you see 99 and then you see one, are you willing to leave the crowd to look out for the one? Are we willing to do so when it means costing us comfort? No. Well, maybe that's why Jesus gave us one new commandment over the rest, to love one another just as he loved us. If we dedicate our entire lives to that one principle, it's assuredly hard enough to keep us busy enough to stay off Facebook. Speaking of loving our neighbor, Dave Ramsey's in the hot seat yet again, this time making it even onto TMZ, Right there with Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. What a time. Ramsey goes on to say that he owns single-family home rental properties. Asked about his views on being a Christian and evicting someone, he says that if he raises his rent to market rate, it doesn't make him a bad Christian. He continues, and boy does he continue. He says that he did not displace that person or people out of that house if they can no longer afford it. The economy did. The market did. The ratio of their income to housing expenses is what displaced him, is what he says. Okay, deep breaths. Once again, you ask me why I bring up the same people, and that's because Dave Ramsey may save this, but let me tell you what Jesus said to the rich young ruler who asked him, what good must I do to have eternal life? I say this to myself because it's such a good reminder. Jesus and the man discuss the commandments, the law, and the man saying he's kept all of them. Jesus tells them, if you want to be perfect, go sell your belongings and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. That's Matthew nineteen twenty-one. Jesus said a lot of things like this in the Bible. He was not concerned with being the richest man on earth as the way the world understood wealth. He understood wealth to be love, something very hard to demonstrate when you're unwilling to give away what you believe is entitled to be yours. Am I saying, let's all go home and sell our furniture on Craigslist so Jesus will think highly of us? No, this isn't about items or things or money. It's about people leaving the 99 for the one. Dave Ramsey has an opportunity to demonstrate mercy to those who can't keep up with the market in a pandemic, especially right now. That would be radical. Now, on to the most important factor. Can you imagine if Dave Ramsey was your landlord? Ooh, buddy. Hard pass. Switching gears, we lost another great comedian and American dad this week, Bob Saget. Saget passed away at 65 in his hotel room mere hours after his show in Orlando, Florida reports do not suspect drugs or foul play as a factor in his death. The internet was flooded with memories of a man who wore many hats, being remembered by friends and colleagues for his over-and-above kindness. While he was known to be both a wholesome TV dad with a definitely not wholesome comedian edge, it was clear he was an empathetic and kind human. Saget was quoted by saying these words, which got me thinking. Like with any good art form, if you can entertain people and make them think, it's an honor. It's just an honor to be a comedian. It's true. If I can make us laugh about things that would normally make us all cry, then I've done my job well. These are weird times and the internet is full of opinions on what to say, what to do, how to do it. I even gave mine as you listened to this episode. But at the end of the day, life is meant to be lived to the fullest, loving each other with everything we got. It doesn't make sense to me to make life harder for people. We'll only get through this together. I'm entirely convinced laughing is the way forward. Now I'm going to do things a little differently this episode, and I'm going to read to you a poem by Maya Angelou. She was a civil rights activist, a poet, a writer, just an all-around phenomenal woman. She actually wrote this poem called Phenomenal Woman. Now, I know there's a lot of men who also listen to this podcast, but I think you'll actually really enjoy this. Now, I can't say it as well as she would, but I'm going to sure try. Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. I walk into a room, just as cool as you please, and to a man, the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman. Phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman. Phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud when you see me passing it ought to make you proud I say it's in the click of my heels the bend of my hair the palm of my hand the need for my care because I'm a woman phenomenally phenomenal woman that's me it's our turn baby Maya didn't say I said that Maya didn't say that but I just added that (laughs) <laughs> thanks so much for being here you guys this was awesome uh you can follow me on instagram at edgy christina or at super weird pod and then twitter at edgy christina now i swear i didn't put edgy as like serious it was a joke because i said that women could be pastors once and someone was like wow you're so edgy so i was like that's my handle now um yeah stay tuned we'll see you next week bye